what up? So... 2017 it's like over oh my god this is crazy it is december 29th as i am recording this right now and i cannot believe that we are 14 episodes into save with your press like i am just really excited that people actually listen to the show and share it with their friends and share it with their family and want to be on the show like actually want to be on the show thank you so so much um this was just a crazy brainchild and and I'm happy that it's still going. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We're just going to see where this goes. You know, in 2018, I'm hoping to definitely interview more young women. I'm definitely hoping to um, expand the podcast and make a community around the podcast. That's like the biggest goal um, for the podcast in 2018 for Say It With Your Breast is that we do have a forum and a place to exist and share resources and things like that um, that's incorporated into the website for the podcast and the you know the web community surrounding what we do because we are sharing our stories and that takes bravery courage and guts yeah all of that so thank you again for listening i'm not gonna preach all about new year resolutions and things like that you hear the same messages every year i hear them too and at the end of the day do you boo okay That's pretty much, you know, the best I can give you for 2018. Do you and pray. Yeah, that pretty much, (laughs) pretty much sums it up. So anyway, thank you again. Please continue to follow Say It With Your Breast on Instagram, saywithyourbreast.com, S-I-W-Y-B podcast on Twitter, and anywhere else you can find it, Facebook and everything else, please share with your friends. So episode 14 features Gershondalyn, also known as Lynn Holland, a 25-year-old um, from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. She's my new star warrior. Yeah, congrats, Lynn. Skiwi. And she is so creative with everything she does. Her background is in mass comm, public relations, community, um, organizational communication, as well as creative strategy. So she has such an amazing eye for bringing her clients um, leveling up, pretty much. Just leveling all the way up. And so... I'm excited to have her on the episode, and we're going to jump right into it, but before we get too deep into the conversation, I'm going to um, share a poem by Alex, who goes by at Poetic Soul 337 and it's such a beautiful poem. It's part of a project called Woman that's a um, short film, and you can find more about it on um on youtube and instagram and all of that but it's an amazing short film you guys have to check it out and the videographer is also from baton rouge his name is erwin marino and you can also find him on instagram so i'm gonna share this poem and then we're gonna jump into our last episode of 2017 thank you guys so much let's do this What should I say about woman? What do you want me to say? That the motion in her thighs steals the focus of man, cradles his will in the tender crevice of her bosom, that the arch in her back bring nations to war, how society attempts to define her weak, fragile, manipulative, how body voluptuous defines her worth, 
her movements equate to gold, how she cannot love herself without the appearance of man. Woman is more than body, but society does not always find her so worthy of light, respect, dignity, yet she still overcomes the tests and trials of the social hierarchy that fails to recognize her worth. Despite the weight of her crown, her spirit never falters in the face of oppression, in the face of struggle, no matter mother, lover, provider, teacher, warrior. She gracefully continues with her head up, uplifting child and household in the face of his absence. She is woman, carrying truth of her struggles in the depths of her womb. A queen by divine right, blessed to be burdened with nurturing of mankind, entrusted by creator, vessel carrying life. What should I say about woman? About her stride, her courage, endurance? What should I say? So that she knows there is power in her words, in her existence, in her heart, her smile, so that she never forget to love herself, never forget that she is queen, bountiful, deserving of love, peace. She is beauty, pure, good, power. She is you, me. She is earth. She is woman. All right, so welcome to episode 14 of Say It With Your Breast. And thank you guys so much for listening. Hey, Lynn. What's up? What's up? Again, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. It's the last episode for 2017. So give it up to yourself. (laughs) We're knocking this out. We're getting it in. So, Lynn, can you let everybody know, like, who you are, where you're from? Alrighty. I am from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And uh, I guess I call myself a creative out here. Mm-hmm. Currently residing in Baton Rouge still. Yeah. But I would really like to branch out soon, soon. Soon, soon. Like, where are you trying to go? Honestly, San Diego. Oh, nice. I don't know why, but that location has been on my mind for some time so i'm thinking that might be a message from god <laughs> okay where did that idea come like did you see something out there like you have people I out there be around more than what i've been around and i feel like san diego is a part of the world that i have honestly never been and i feel like i would like to just put myself in a position to Learn a new environment and grow around new people and places and some water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More water that's out here. Yeah. Explain your Instagram name. Where does Dig the Creative come from? Oh, man. Okay, so Dig the Creative, it's, it really came from, like, digging the creative. Like, it was this idea that I, I was like, I sit around and I really dig into my ideas and I dig into like ways to think and ways to approach things, strategy like. So I was like, man, if I can use my creative ability to somehow help others do the same thing themselves, I might can, you know, be impactful somewhere. Right. And so I was like, oh my goodness, dig the creative. It's simple, but it can be 
it can have its meaning. Right. So I really, I moved with that. Yeah, I like it. I was wondering that before, and I was like, I don't know why I never asked you that before, because I realized that it's not like um, a nickname. <laughs> it's actually my registered service mark, which means me as a creative, me strategizing my strategy, my ability, it is registered. So, uh-huh. like, if when I'm helping people, you know, I'm helping them out as being the creative. Yeah. But also, Colin. Gotcha. So, like, if I'm, you know, used. Like, if a logo is ever used, it's going to say Dig Creative because that's my service mark. Uh-huh. So, what kind of creative work do you do? Like, what are all the different things that you do? Because I've seen you post about, like, your photography and, and creative design. I mean, creative, um, like, directing and so many different avenues. Because at first, photography, that wasn't even, like, a part of my thing. I just, I like to do uh-huh. But then I kind of I got a camera and I started you know playing with it and I was kind of doing right. <laughs> you know, people didn't like this. So like the projects that I've done, they were really people believing in me uh-huh. and just you know asking me to hey come do this for me and it actually came out right. So now it's kind of it's giving me like a way to look at myself like okay you can do a little more than you've been giving yourself credit for. Uh huh. But. For the most part, I would say Dig the Creative is a creative strategy practice, providing clientele with a personable approach to strategically expanding personal and company brand goals and objectives. So my project services range from conceptual and visual development, special event logistics, to nonprofit development, collaboration, and or implementation. And to go a little bit deeper, my strategy areas deal with branding, Especially events and nonprofit, but then I also have my a la carte areas, which are content strategy by way of media relations and content creation, as well as audience targeting and social media marketing, as well as message development. Mm-hmm. And then I do creative direction, which deals with visual imagery, editorial, and that's like laying out, you know, helping with the construction of something, and then conceptual, and that's dealing with structuring. As like you know, with events or any type of project operation, mm-hmm. and then that leads me to my last area, which deals with operations and A and R, which helps out in the areas of development, project management, and then marketing and promotion for more specific targeted projects that mm-hmm. could deal with music artists or business entities or any type of professional entity that could need creative help. Mm-hmm. I love that. Do you think that being in the South it makes being in the South, but specifically Louisiana, do you think that it makes it harder for you to, like, really be as creative as you want to be or or find the partners that you need? I definitely do, but I feel like I do solely because people aren't really aware of how to utilize a creative person or how exactly public relations is needed, mm-hmm. but kind of left out. Because my area of expertise is something that caters to the details of things. And that's the things that make sure that things work properly. So I think if I could somehow figure out a way to show people how to use me, I think we could all just know how to use each other. 
Yeah. Once you know how to use one creative, you're able to understand how to use creative people, which could be anybody you meet. So it's really kind of like a mindset change. Uh-huh. And do you think being a woman makes your creativity even more like, I mean, one of the projects that you did as a creative director, I watched it several, several, several times on YouTube, was Woman. And that was the project you did um, with the poet. Um, and Erwin. Yes, who's like an amazing videographer. I went and checked out his YouTube page, too. Oh my god! Like I'm, I want to work with all of you, <laughs> like ASAP. I need to work with all of you um, for my next project. Like seriously, but another conversation. <laughs> seriously, I gotta get you before you go to San Diego. Um, but yeah, like from working on that project, like how did that come about? Man, it was so crazy <laughs> because me and him had been following each other for a while on social media, and just you know. Being creative, appreciating work. Mm-hmm. So, I time I talked to him about, you know, how could I figure out my lane if I wanted to be the person that the photographer could trust, but I didn't want to actually be the person with the camera. Yeah. I just wanted to help strategize of the ideas. And so, like, after the month after that conversation, he hit me up and he was like, hey, you know, I have this idea and I have this form. I love you, you know to get involved and I was so grateful for that opportunity because I never had that yeah and he really he was a great photographer and a great concept we were able to come together draft out his ideas and really execute it beautifully like I was so impressed with myself and because I knew everyone was going to execute but I was like to know that I really could be good at this it was kind of <laughs> like I opened up to me yeah and, like, with everything that was involved, was it more than you thought it was going to be? Like, having to actually put it all together and all the all of the actresses that were involved? and Or was it pretty seamless for you, like, personally? It honestly was seamless. And that could be because I just enjoyed the whole creative process. So nothing ever felt like a strain or... I'm ready to go. Like, I had fun. You know, the models <laughs> that you were great. Erwin was great. You know, he knew what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And knowing, like, working with someone who knew what they wanted and they did their own groundwork, that makes collaborating and, you know, building genuine creative partnerships moving forward, it makes it so easy to do. Right. Because, you know, you're not having to overwork for someone else's project. They're, they're literally, they know what they want. Right. And it's so, and, and, and I mean, there's no problem with not knowing what you want. But then that kind of, that brings up the issue of, you know, people not giving credit and people just being genuine and authentic with collaborating. Yeah. I've had to learn about that this year with, you know, just being too easygoing and eager to help out and not even getting the credit. Yeah. Like, I, I've had to learn a lot, but I definitely appreciate good creators. Yeah. Do you, how to work with each other. What do you think about the business side of everything? Like kind of what you were saying, you know, and I've had the same kind of learning lesson in terms of certain, um, when you try to collab with certain people or certain types of people, like if I'm doing um, a video, I'm going to need the videographer. I might be working with someone who's like 
on the more management side. And I've personally learned that sometimes I just need to do it myself because I'll put certain responsibilities on other people because that's technically your role. And I've learned that sometimes it just does not mesh. And um, I don't know, you those business lessons, you know, kind of, you learn the hard way sometimes. But what would you say, you know, some of the business lessons have been for you, like you said, this year, or maybe just like overall? I definitely think, let's see. I, I can't internalize how others don't handle their business. Mm-hmm. That's one of the lessons that I learned because I found myself very sensitive to how other people, like they're just lackadaisical attitudes to, you know, wanting yeah. to do good work together with other great people that believe in them. Yeah. Like that was definitely something I had to stop doing because at the end of the day, I believe that God brings me to the right people. Yeah. So even people that can't necessarily appreciate me reaching out and, you know, wanting to work with them, someone else will. Right. Right. And let's see, what's another one that I've learned? I definitely, another positive one would have to be to, you know, still believe in people. Yeah. Because I kind of was like, eh, people are really crappy. Right now. <laughs> people kind of suck right now. <laughs> like, after, you know, trying to work with so many different people or, you know, trying to tackle this or that a certain way, I was finding myself bumping my head and I was like, oh, why are people so crappy? But it's like, they're really not. <laughs> overall. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not overall. I get out of my head with that one. Yeah. For sure. So is that, I saw one of the um, things that you had shared through your Instagram was that, you know, sometimes as the creative person, you know, you kind of feel like you're on a boat by yourself. You know, you kind of feel a little lonely in your work. Do you still feel that way? Or is that just um, sometimes like a fleeting think, moment, you know? I think at that time, I was too concerned with, the wrong thing because at the end of the day the right people believe in me and in those moments I should still have believed in myself a little bit more mm-hmm. even when I didn't for the support I was being sensitive about I still you know I, I realized after a while that you know I am great and you know those situations just were what they were yeah and you learn and you kind of just like take it for what it is and you keep moving yeah, I definitely shouldn't have, you know, held on to them any longer than they needed to be. But it's good that you're honest about it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Not to me. <laughs> so what is, <laughs> what's the creative campaign? Tell us about that. Ooh. Okay, so the creative campaign is this idea that I... I was like, like after just sitting with people and, you know, having conversations dealing with creative, you know, topics in the community. I was like, having like some type of campaign focused on, you know, real creatives, you know, the creatives that don't necessarily have the platform, but they have the talent that could really get them somewhere. You know, let's let's cater to those people mm-hmm. and 
to get their stories out and see how we all relate and really build a rapport to kind of heal what I feel are some holes in the creative community. Yeah. At least starting from the humble one. Yeah. Because it's hard to try to reach the people who they're too big for life and you know, <laughs> they have all the time they need. But right. The they're not out here struggling. Care, we can all grow. <laughs> right. So I was like, the creative campaign is this idea you know, to heal the community and build a better rapport mm-hmm. by using, you know, creative events, which can, you know, utilize the creative operations ability yeah. as well as, you know, actual building and creating of content for real creatives. Right. And I would like to get out of this area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after this year... I'm not going to say I'm not going to try to work with people in the area, but I do feel that the way I'm trying to tackle it, this could really reach all creatives everywhere. Yeah. Because I feel like every creative has something to say. So that's where I want to go with it. And moving forward, the Creative Campaign Volume 1 is going to deal with certain subject matter that at an event, will actually be facilitated and we'll be discussing it. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be like really kind of like soft promo leading, you know, forever. Yeah. And it will always have different creatives and different subject matter constantly being cultivated. I love that. We're pushed by the community and our needs. Right. And what we all are feeling. And I like that, um, the idea that, Whatever you need as a creative in the moment, there is someone else who is looking for someone just like you to collaborate with in some way or to learn from in some way. But there's not necessarily a place that we can go to be like, hey, I'm in need of whatever right now. And how can we make this happen where everybody gets a credit? Everybody gets exposure. Everybody gets, you know... um, what they need and what they want to say right. out because it's it's just that is very difficult and in, you know depending on what where your craft is you know it's easier and more difficult but I think when it like you said earlier when it comes to the planning side and the details that it is a hard sell like it's a hard sell for a lot of people who are just like no nah, I can't I can't do that like I, I just need to get it done whereas you're not really taking your time to really get the full creative you know, potential out that you could have. But um, as an artist yourself, as a creative yourself, one of the things you mentioned was that, you know, everybody has something that they want to say. For you, what is it that you really want to say? Like, what is it, what is your, your creative message that you want to get out? I really, that's a good question. You got me here. <laughs> <laughs> What is my message? I definitely feel like my message would have to be that we're honest with all creatives if Mm -hmm. we tap into And if we don't take the time to be intentional about really tapping into ourselves and believing in something within ourselves, we're risking it. Yeah. We We risk, you know, really not becoming who we're truly supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, you know, Creatives are everywhere, really. Doctors, they have to create these life plans for these patients, you know, singers. Mm-hmm. They're creating 
these different experiences for their audiences. We have chefs, they're creating food moments for people. And I think there's just a lot more life beyond, like, when you actually take the step to create Mm -hmm. and believe yourself. Yeah. I like it. I think I want to (laughs) say. I hope that wasn't too long. No, it's, no, never. It's kind of difficult, like, when you're um, a female, you're black, you're young. Sometimes our message gets construed as all one message, all one angry, upset, like, disgruntled, you know, um, unsatisfied. But I think in everything that you've said, in most times, if what any other creative person or any other person is trying to say is simple you know it's usually a simple message and I think through your art that you've been like directing and the piece that you did I don't know if it's out yet but you have some clips of it on your um social media with the um black girl magic I believe oh yeah the queen yes is that something that's out yet I have not released it oh Okay. But I have really creative concept that I'm working on to reveal those pictures. Okay. Because I, I was yeah. really like, those are really dope. I feel like those are like telling um a story already, but we're only getting a glimpse of it. So I know like what there's so much more to come. But through that piece, are you telling a story of um, of that message that you shared just now or like what's... Is there anything about it that you can share? <laughs> it actually was. And it honestly, I was able to give the story more of the meaning as the project was executed because that project was really done by all women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the pictures and the the moments that I wanted in that project all deal with, you know, women being happy and women, you know, being positive with one another. Mm-hmm. And those are moments that I feel like we need more of in right now. It's so much cattiness, so much of the wrong things being displayed by, by black women. And I feel like we have so many more positive moments with each other that people don't even see. Yeah. That project would not have happened without Sage Edgerson. She yeah. saw those girls. Like I, I was like, okay, I know I want the hair like this. <laughs> I had a girl down here named Dominique Shelton from Houston to do their makeup, and these girls didn't charge me a thing. Like yeah. we all came together, just believing in one another. Right. And in that moment, it was like you know, this is really this queendom thing that like you know people talk about. <laughs> this is really like, She's like I heard about this right now. <laughs> And I was just so proud that, you know, I had these models. And don't even, don't get me started on the models. Like, I wanted to capture different skin tones and uh-huh. different type of black women. And the my models were so perfect. Like, everything just came perfect. Yeah. And so I, I, I was like, okay, I don't really want to release these photos just normally. So I definitely, I'm, I'm looking forward to releasing them soon, though. Okay. Definitely, definitely so. Okay, I like it. So, is this all part of um, a portfolio for yourself as well? Like the projects that you're working on, do you think that this will kind of help 
um, convey to everyone, like you were saying in the beginning, of how to use you, you know? I honestly, I'm hoping it does because I feel like I didn't really have the opportunities that I needed to really build a professional portfolio. Uh So I was like, okay, I'm just going to create them myself. Right. And I'll be able to take this material long term to, you know, hopefully get jobs and more in the area of creativity that I would like to be in. Right. That's definitely like what I hope for. Yeah. The ideas are all there just waiting to kind of blossom, you know, like the seeds are there. Um, but for yourself, like when you are kind of in that place of, hmm, I'm not really sure what to do next or I'm not really sure how to like market this or like get people to really grasp, you know, who I am and what I'm doing. Like what kind of keeps you motivated? What keeps you going or who keeps you motivated and keeps you going? Man, I definitely have to say, on my worst day, just knowing that I have some really, really dope people in my life that I know without a shadow of a doubt believe in me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, you know, I don't have a million friends, but the very few I have, I know that they see something in me. So at those moments where I'm forgetting, you know, who I really am, Mm -hmm. I just, I realize that, you know, I'm in this moment, but I'm not going to be here. And I just, I I don't run away from those moments. I allow them to, you know, you know, travel and allow me to feel what I'm supposed to feel in those moments. But Mm -hmm. I know they won't last. And I know that, you know, it's a reason that, you know, I'm here. Right. And it's that I'm supposed to be doing. And I can't get lost in the details. I have to, you know, honestly stay focused. Yeah. And I just, I stay gentle with myself, too. That's one thing that I've had to learn this year with my life not being as perfect as I may have wanted it. I really had to learn how to be gentle with me. Uh-huh. Because I realized I was being more of a bully than anything. To yourself. Girl, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what made you realize it? Like, at what moment were you like, wait a minute, what am I doing to myself right now? Like, what made you actually see it? Honestly, it had to be. <laughs> you gonna laugh, girl. No. But when I got my call that I was approved by Hollywood Entertainment, and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, okay, I've been worrying my tail off, Uh like, you know, something's going to go wrong, like, just worrying, like, you know, I'm not worthy of this moment. Yeah. And when when the lady called me, I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh. When I hung up, I was screaming and running around my house. (laughs) (laughs) But that that was kind of like a reminder, like, you know what, I, I might need to believe in me. These people do. Right. You know, not just that, but like, I really kind of, I had to do the work to get here. Right. I need to believe in like, you know, what I am about, like what I can do. I need to be more, you know, I need to believe more in myself. Yeah. Girl, yeah. So, (laughs) 
So I was gonna I was gonna save that for last, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and do it now. But like huge congratulations to you, you know. Girl, thank you. So uh new member of Alpha Cap Alpha Sorority Incorporated over here, my soror and everything. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. I mean, what made you want to do it? I know everybody's like, that's not your business. But if you want to share, like, what was it about, not AKA, but just a sorority in general that made you go, like, that's really something I want to do? Or was it like a family thing? It wasn't a family thing, but then it kind of was. My godmother, she was an AKA. Uh-huh. And she had active since I was young. But I never quite, like, I didn't know how important they were back then but I always saw her she was she would put in work like <laughs> and she always paid whatever she wanted uh-huh. and I was like you know what I like this she's a woman she always on trips she buy herself any kind of car she wanted like she made things happen as a woman on uh-huh. her own yeah and when I got older you know I started seeing more women like that in pink and green uh-huh. I was like okay I want to do the work with these women I want to do the work with these people that get it how I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And essentially, that's what kept me going. You know, my godmother, she always would just be like, you need a degree. You need a degree. Whenever I was talking about my experiences in undergrad and about the girls. And she would just always say, you need to go ahead and do great. Yeah. So... Yeah. Kind of, kind of like it was really perfect time. Yeah. Perfect time. Yay. Well, congrats to you. Like, you Thank know, you, girl. it's a huge, um, it's a huge, it's a huge deal. And, um, yeah, like, congratulations. Were you the only one? Were you by yourself? What you mean? When you crossed. Oh, no, it was 34 of us. 34. Wow. Hell yeah. <laughs> See, I saw the picture with just you. Wow. 34. That's crazy. Oh, that, yeah. I, that's really so cool. I had to get my individual. I had to get my individual shine on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Okay, so we're going to do like a little quick fire game. Um, and it's oh. just a fill in the blank, it's super simple. Nothing crazy, crazy. Um, and yeah, so we'll get started. Okay, you ready? Sure. All right. If I could photograph anyone or anything, I would capture blank doing blank. Huh. Oh, yeah. Think about it. <laughs> oh, man, this is good because I really like all type of things. <laughs> But, um, I, I guess I could go back to, you know, me wanting to photograph women and, you know, positivity. Yeah. Uh, do I have to pick a specific woman? No. I definitely would just go with, I would want to photograph, you know, a woman in her future choice. So, like, it would, you know, maybe be some moment where she's, you know, really vulnerable, but she's happy. Yeah. Or she's very happy with her girls, you know, and maybe even to go as far as saying, you know, a mix of races, 
so mm-hmm. women together in pure joy, that would be something that I would like to capture. Nice. I would love to see it. Women in their joy. Ooh, nice. I like it. Okay, last song I listened to was Blank. Be honest. Let me go to my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. What are we listening to? What's up? <laughs> it was definitely Modern Slavery. <laughs> what? With Quavo and Travis Scott. It's from their new project. It's that, yeah. Nice, it's good. They get it out of me. They get it out of me. My my original question was going to be like, what was the last song you twerked to? But I was like, no, I'm not going to do that to her. I mean, you know what? I wasn't going to do it to you. Okay, um, let's see. Last thing I've done for, last thing I did for myself was like, Because I really, it's been a minute, girl. Shame on you. Uh-uh. <laughs> wow, I'm bad. <laughs> I really have been like. Treat yourself. God, I, it's, I guess it's about time. Yeah. I think about it. I, I mean, I got my nails done a few weeks ago. Okay. So, you know, that's something. That's something. Nails, that's, that, that's treating yourself. It's about time. But it took you way too long. <laughs> oh, my goodness, girl. I've been so focused on just maintaining this year. <laughs> right. You know, I think everybody is. Everybody's girl. like, okay, thank God 2017 is almost over. Yes. Like, Lord. Like, for real. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Um, let's see. My Okay, this one's a good one. No man can make me blank. No man can make me not live my purpose. Mm, Like, I think if I met somebody that didn't want me to be creative or to live in my dreams, we wouldn't work. Yeah. (laughs) We would not work. There's no amount of money or... There's nothing someone could buy me to make me not want to, you know, enjoy what I can do creatively. Yeah. Because then you just end up being a shell of yourself anyway. Okay, let's see. The technology I cannot do without is... Hmm. I don't want to be cliche and say my phone because... Me saying my phone is not the, like, normal reason. But I would have to say my phone solely because I like to do a lot of, like, my YouTube watching uh-huh. on my phone. And I read articles and watch interviews and stuff. So, uh-huh. yeah, my phone the one thing that I have. She's like, don't y'all start calling. <laughs> what you say? I said... It's not because you want people to just start calling you all the time. So don't everybody start calling yeah. her. It's just because she wants to watch YouTube right. videos. <laughs> on that side of things. I'm not getting blown up. Right. I no, I like, to, I like to watch different videos, especially with, like, creative stuff. Like, I've watched videos about, like, how to make scrapbooks by hand. Like, you know, actual binding the book. Like, you know, oh, wow. that kind of That's cool. Stuff. So... 
know, yeah, I like you too, child. And yeah. And then I like to tune in to Joe Osteen podcast. Uh-huh. Different, you know, playlists. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely tuned in. Yeah, I got you. I'm the same. I do a lot from my phone. I do so much from my phone. It's kind of ridiculous. And most of it is not involving conversations on the phone. Um. All right. So what would be your mantra? Like going into 2018, is there a certain mantra that you feel like is going to keep a little fire under you, you know? To be honest, I had to figure out exactly what my mantra was when you told me. <laughs> yeah. No, I know, because it's not something that we daily think about, usually, you know? Girl, I was like, let's see. But when I thought about it, I really came up with, I am all that I am. Nice. Because I feel like this year, I had to realize that putting so much energy and trying not to be you know, what I was or what I was feeling or what I was going through, that that was counterproductive to my growth, essentially. So, you know, if I'm if I can love, you know, all that I am and then you know, sometimes that can be good things. Right. Good things that, you know, have brought me to the things that I have and the things that I will get to. So just knowing how to receive all that you are in a way that is progressive and not so like just harmful to yourself mm-hmm. it really kind of that's what I came up with overall yeah because I think when the year started I definitely I wasn't not accepted of myself but I was very hard on myself mm-hmm. I was very like not okay with me feeling things and being sensitive I was always like no you're I can't feel that way. Maybe it's me, but no, I had to realize, you know, some people aren't great people, and I'm human, too. Yeah. You know, I was able to grow through those moments. Well, I hope that takes you, like, makes everything, all of your dreams come true in 2018 and everything that you're working on. I mean, from what I see, and I'm just speaking for me, like, you're amazing at what you do. You know what I'm saying? And, like, it, it, it should be appreciated more. No, go ahead. So like with moments like that, it's like I am so okay with doing things that I enjoy and that will provide me an opportunity that I couldn't have, regardless of you know what a person can give me. Like I'm human and I understand. Yeah. But what I can't understand is when people are like <clears throat> when they are actually very like okay with you know exploiting you to the fullest of your extent, right. and they're That's- not at crazy to do and even swap or even you know give you anything or actually be mindful of your circumstances like those moments are what i hate right what you're doing is very unique it's very um catered as well like a lot of people that i talk to sometimes they want to create for you what they want for you versus actually a real Girl. collaboration where both people are putting into the project. And I've had some instances where I've literally like created a script for something that is literally my, it's my project, but we're collaborating and I have a script and, and I have it and it's like completely ignored. Like it's not even there. And I'm like, Oh my God, why, why, why am I here? what I really like to base my approach on, like really 
I can tell. Bring you what they want mm-hmm. and helping them build on their concept and not creating something that I want. Yeah. Because I feel like what people deal with all the time. So mm-hmm. if I'm allowing myself to be the people's creative, they know like, okay, I don't know what I need, but I know I need some creative help. So let me go ahead and plan. I want to be that point person that people can trust to kind of give them the guidance that they need and not the guidance that somebody only wants to give them, you know, provided whatever, like, swap that they're not going to get on. Like, right. you know, whatever intentional, unintentional way of being that they're trying to be. Just, you know, giving people something to trust right. when it comes to their dreams and, you know, really trying to grow. Right. That's all I, I really want to be. Yeah. Oh, that was so sincere. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> I'm just hoping I ain't talking too much because I can't get a little long-winded. <laughs> no, never, never, never. Uh, um, But no, I just, I was just, my last questions for you um, was really like, how, um, what's next for you? And how do people reach out to you, you know, to utilize the services that you provide? Girl, they can shoot me an email. Uh huh. Follow me on any social media. Like I'm really, I'm really personable. So like, if anybody wanted to do anything or had any questions, or just wanted some advice on something, they can feel free to email me or message me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Chop it up. I'm always open for that. Okay. And coming up, I'm actually working on, like I mentioned earlier, a proper release of Queendom. Yeah. And I'm also, you know, working on getting back to events and doing operations because I did a lot of programming in undergrad. And once I got to college, I kind of, well, not forgot about my own ones, but uh-huh. I was more involved and, you know, doing programming for school. Yeah. And so now I'm older and, you know, I have more of a mindset of, you know, how other creatives would like to have experiences. I now know how to kind of tackle the concept of wanting to create an experience for others. Mm-hmm. So creating something that, you know, tied with the creative campaign. Yeah. And then other that I'm also working on a proper way to kind of promote my portfolio as far as like my hands-on stuff. So yeah. that'll be coming up, well, coming out towards the early part of next year. Because okay. I definitely feel like, you know, with me trying to, keep up with life this year I kind of got behind yeah so I'm definitely looking forward to the productivity of next year sure nice I see you working on movies and tv and all kinds of cool stuff oh girl (laughs) (laughs) I'm so serious do it all why not you know at least before you leave you know there's movies happening here and stuff but um, but I do appreciate you so much. Congratulations again for um everything you're doing. Plus now your membership with AKA and everything that that's gonna hopefully open up other doors and opportunities and and so yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, girl. Yes. Well, you guys, that's it for 2017. Thank you again so much. Please make sure you listen, tune in, um, share with your friends, and follow all the social media, and I mean all of them. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the website, the blog. Um, Just thank you so much and have a great 
awesome, safe, loving, funny, sexy, inspirational new year. And I'll see you in 2018. Bye.